Hello and welcome to Aerial Roots. And we're back for season two. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, I'm Balraj. And I'm Antonia. And yes, we're really excited to be back on the podcast. Yay. Uh, yeah. So this season, um, we're looking to share some of our tips and advice for growing. Yes, so winter is almost over at long, long last. Don't get me wrong, I love a bit of winter action, but I'm always ready for it to end. Spring is round the corner. We're really starting to feel that spring mm. energy just yeah, out yeah, and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... There are buds on the trees, buds on the plants. Mm, some bulbs coming up. Bulbs coming up, snowdrops in the park, daffodils getting ready, crocuses out. Crocuses coming. Now is a really great time to start getting organised for the growing year ahead. Um, planning out what you want to grow and when. So in today's episode, we're going to share how we get organised at this time of year. Yeah, so step one, firstly, choose what you want to grow. So that's thinking about what you like, actually what you like to eat, really. What, what things do you um, think, you know, end up picking up in the store yourself, um, your supermarket, grocery, wherever, or getting veg boxes. So and maybe what's possible where you live as well. So thinking about your climate, thinking about things that grow in your kind of region, wherever you are in the world um, and in your growing space as well. So thinking about what growing space you might have. Do you have a windowsill? Do you have a little garden or a yard? Do you have a little front sort of garden where you can put some things in pots? So just having a look at what you have, um, no matter what you have, there's always something that's possible. So just uh, it's worth doing a little bit of research. Some of our go-to crops are things like courgettes. Yes. They're always a favourite. Love courgettes. Yeah, and this is because I think, you know, we enjoy eating them and they're very plentiful and um, they're also the kind of thing that you can't necessarily always, like the courgette flowers that mm. you get when you grow them yourself, you can't always get them in supermarkets or wherever. So it's something quite kind of unique and they're, you know, we, we love eating them really as well, don't we? Yeah, I could, you know? eat, I could eat courgettes all day, every day yeah. myself. Beans are another thing that are quite cool. Love, love beans. They're just fun, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They climb. Beans are great as well because yeah. um, they're a crop where the like the more you pick the beans, the more they grow. And also beans are something that you can grow really easily in pots. It doesn't have to be like in a vegetable patch or bed or whatever. They grow really well in pots. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Good one for lots of different types of growing yeah, sites. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then kale are a big fave as well. Um, they. Raj is sounding so calm and yeah. neutral, but <laughs> he's obsessed with kale. Like he the would, kale. Our whole allotment would be kale <laughs> if Bao had Monocrop. his way. <laughs> Monocrop. No, it's, it's really good for you, though. I really love it. I mean, we've still been harvesting at this time of year you know into winter and it's one of those that lasts for a long time again it's a bit of a cut and come again so if you see the more you sort of cut it it keeps coming and it's a uh, very plentiful yeah there's lots of different varieties it's really Obviously, high in yeah, superfood superfood yeah exactly and we were coming back with bags and bags of it last yeah, year weren't we as well yeah. beetroot is another one as well so oh yeah, yeah beetroot's been a superstar in the rotation in recent years it's nice because it's a root veg which is kind of fun but then also um you can harvest the beetroot greens yeah. and they are rather tasty too and beetroot's cool too because we'll talk about this in a moment but you can start it from seed at home in pots but you can also sow it directly into your growing site which technically you can do with all crops but 
you know, you can get mixed results. But we found beetroot actually worked all right to be done both ways, which was quite cool. It's it's a it's a tasty one, isn't it? You know, the beetroot is quite versatile. Yeah, when you kind of pick I, it I too. Love it. Yeah. It's nice. So yeah, that's step one. So just choosing what to grow. So a little bit of info on that. Yeah. So step two is um, make a plan of what needs to happen and when. It sounds a bit obvious, but also I think it's pretty easy to go into this without a plan. Um, we have certainly been those people who have suddenly got caught out where it's like spring is here, suddenly we need to get our act together, we feel like we're behind, we don't know what we're going to do and when. So if you just have a nice loose plan that you start to think about at this time of year, you know, late winter into early mm -hmm. spring, you're just going to feel more comfortable and be able to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and maybe logging that plan down as well, isn't it, as well? That's something that we've kind of been noticing helps because you can refer back to it, can't you, as well? Yeah, so you don't have to, like, wake up every morning thinking, oh, my God, what do I need? Mm. My seeds, what do I need to sow? <laughs> it's written down. Yeah. It's clear. Balraj is still, like, every day being like, when do I need to sow my sweet peas? <laughs> Even though we have a plan, so we it's not always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's looking always at it. foolproof. <laughs> I'm just looking at when to cut things back as well, because sometimes you think it looks like it needs it. So it just helps to have those little bits in place, have yeah. a plan. So have a plan. things to sort of include in your plan and make a plan for are um, when do you want to start sowing seeds at home? When do you want to start sowing any seeds directly into your growing site? Thinking about when you'll be transplanting your seedlings mm. to their growing site. Yeah. Um, just so you can keep an eye on that because that's another thing I think you can end up having like sown your seeds you've always lovely little seedlings doing their thing on the windowsill and you can lose track of oh when do I need to actually like put this into a bigger pot or start putting it outside yeah, yeah, so if you've yeah, just yeah. got that noted down it also could be good in terms of like not kind of over capacity as well because if mm. you have the more they all need to go into the growing site at the same time it might be that like you know you just it's, it's, it's too much to do. You might want to spread it over a few weekends or evenings, yeah. perhaps, maybe, yeah. rather than... We're definitely yeah. like, you know, we love this. We love growing. We love being at our allotment. But we are not those people who are there all the time. We do, we do have to kind of manage it around other yeah. stuff. So that's yeah. a really important point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also like to put harvest into the plan, too. Because, yeah. you know, that's the like one of the really fun bits and... Also, you know, like, oftentimes you're going to be harvesting in high summer, you know, August, into September, and you don't want to necessarily be away the whole time if you've got crops that you want to be enjoying. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, just kind yeah. of, again, thinking about your own life and other stuff you've got going on yeah. and planning it around that. Yeah, another thing we just wanted to say on this step is that, you know, sometimes you might buy seeds and there's very little information on the packets mm. and we find this is just generally a bit of a challenge in this growing gardening world like across the board that there's just not always enough basic information for people who might be like just starting out yeah. so I guess we just wanted to say that that is a thing um, and just to reassure everyone that it's okay um, and what we tend to do is just like go to other places to get the information on mm. you know what we need to do with that's those seeds so for instance we'll often be hitting up um rhs website yeah. royal horticultural society who are a charity that work in the uk um we've also got an rhs book 
<laughs> which yeah. is quite handy. Yeah, yeah, We've got yeah. our local um, community garden centre. And, I mean, you've got experience with this, Raj, haven't you? Just having to go to lots of different places and yeah. piecing it together. Yeah, piecing it together. And I think when I speak to other people too, I mean, it, that's a good thing. Like, speak to other growers, um, speak to people in stores. Sometimes there's people been doing it for a long time and, like, just in a really short, small conversation, you can come up with, uh, come away with really, like, amazing pearls of wisdom. On to step three. So what you need to get started... Um, so this is a cool one. Um, obviously seeds are something you will need um, and we recommend, you know, again, thinking about the quality of the seeds. Um, personally, we've been using Tamar's organic seeds, find them to be very good and like there's some good instructions on there as well yeah. kind of like you it know so, yeah it some instructions helps. <laughs> yeah so they, they have they have the instructions they tell you sort of like what period you can sort of sow them from when you can harvest on there which is kind of really useful but there's mm. a lot of other good good companies out there as well i'm sure so it's worth again doing that little bit of research thinking about those quality next thing is compost so for potting seeds at home and for growing sites, again, it's worth thinking about the quality here too. Um, so we tend to use uh, moorland gold compost, yeah. multi-purpose, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is... Which is, again, it's a soil association organic compost. Yeah. It's just nice. You open that bag of compost and you look at it and it just looks yeah, like... it feels good. ...nourishment, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. I think for general kind of seeds growing, you know, multi-purpose, good quality soil association organic vibes is ah that's what we're going for but yeah, for you you know yeah good compost again it's it, it matters good seeds good compost so next thing you want to have a look at is pots so we're looking at having lots of different size pots for growing your um plants and really for growing your veg in and you might need a small size, you might need a mid-size. Um, reason being is when you first start them off, we actually do start them off in egg boxes sometimes because we find they work quite well in there in the little sections. So you might put your seed in there with your compost, a little bit of water, get it going, and you'll often see them popping up quite quickly. But you'll they need look to, super cute in yeah, those egg boxes. A little too, mini. It's <laughs> very cute. It's nice. And there's something about the egg boxes. It's quite a porous material. I think it's, it sort of seems Yeah, we'll to... literally just c cut them out and yeah. stick the cardboard into the next size pot. Yeah. So it's super easy. Nice. So then it kind of composts down as well. So that feels quite like a good use, a good recycling use. Sustainable crew. Um, <laughs> so we'll put that into the next size pot, which is usually just quite a small pot. And we often will get these again from our garden centre, Hume, shout out Hume. They do free pots where you can just pick them up. Um, so we, we, we'll put them in the pots. Make sure to wash your pots as well because it's just good practice really as well. You don't want to be anything from the previous plants that were in there. You'll need to then, once they kind of, they will outgrow that pot yeah. really as well quite quickly again. So you will need like a mid-sized yeah. pot to put them into afterwards yeah. and then from there you can usually then transplant in I think which is kind of that's that's kind of how we go about things from our side really so that's what you'll need to get started with your seeds really yeah and so that's that's it for today's episode we really just wanted to you know use this as a chance to share some advice for getting organized you know as we start to approach spring and growing season in the next episode we'll be sure to share where we're up to with our seedlings mm. uh, we don't have any seedlings just yet we haven't actually started sowing yet but we are going to be getting started in the next couple of weeks so really looking forward to letting you know how we get on with that 
As ever, we would love to hear from you. We'd really love to hear about your growing plans for the year ahead. You can get in touch with us at aerialrootsmcr at gmail.com or on socials at aerialrootsmcr.